This is episode 26 of the Better Fuji Photos podcast. I'm John Peltier. If you've ever been in a rut, you've had photographer's block, you don't know what to go out and start creating pictures of, and it's making you feel not creative, I've got some solutions for you in this episode. And that's to give yourself a photography assignment. Now, I don't know about you, but I kind of hated homework when I was in school. Whenever the teacher said, here's your assignment, I just kind of cringe and I thought, how much can I procrastinate and put this assignment off as much as I can? Well, a photography assignment is a little bit different. It should be fun. It's not like homework, all right? Trust me. An assignment is something where you just get out for a couple of hours and you focus on one aspect of photography. It's a little bit like that scavenger hunt that we mentioned in episode two, except where that kind of gave you a list of things to find. This just has you focusing on one idea, one concept, and I'll show you how to brainstorm those ideas for these concepts, and I'll give you some examples later on, but that's all we're doing. We're just going out and we're just focusing on one thing that we've identified ahead of time. Now, this is a little bit different than a photography project. I think of a photography project as something that's a little more long-term, either weeks, months, or even years. I have photography projects that I've been working on for, I think four years is the longest one that I've been working on, and I have six years at least left to go on that one. We're not talking about anything that long. You could turn these photography assignments into a much larger project, this is just an assignment that you can do right now, today. You can finish that assignment today just to help you get out of whatever creative rut that you might be in. If you haven't picked up your camera in a few days or weeks, it can be kind of a vicious cycle where if it's been a week, you might start to fall out of love with photography a little bit. You might become uninterested and that leads to that camera collecting even more dust and you getting even more and more uninterested in photography. And before you know it, that camera is going to get shoved in a drawer and you're not going to see it for years. And we don't want that. Photography is at least therapeutic for me. And I know it has a lot of other benefits for a lot of you. So let's look at how we can solve these problems through photography assignments. Other than just going out and exploring the world with your camera, which is pretty fun, and that could be your own backyard for these photography assignments, these assignments have some other benefits as well. They're going to help you become more and more familiar with your camera, just getting out and using it. You're going to know that camera like the back of your hand, which is going to do nothing but help you. It's also going to keep your skills sharp, both your artistic skills and your technical skills Figuring out that relationship between aperture and shutter speed and finding leading lines and things like that, it's just going to help you sharpen your skills. So let's look at some photography assignments that I give myself. I get in these creative ruts. It happens to everyone. Don't be ashamed that it happens to you. Even the best photographers just sometimes stop going out with their camera because they just don't know what to create pictures of. So we're gonna use these assignments to get us back out there. One of the things that I really like to do is to just use a fixed focal length. Now that could be either a prime lens, if you have a prime lens that's 35, 50 millimeters or whatnot, 
Or if you don't have a prime lens, all you have is a zoom lens, you can just lock that zoom at one focal length and don't touch it. Use some gaffer's tape or some first aid tape and just lock that zoom lens in at one focal length. And the benefit of doing this is it's really going to force you to move and compose with intent. You're not just gonna be able to stand in one spot and keep zooming that lens in and out until you get the composition that you want. You're gonna be forced to actually move around the scene and try to anticipate what kind of framing you can come up with as you move around the scene. Compositions can drastically change just by moving the camera an eighth of an inch in any direction. And so using a prime lens is really going to help you see those things. It's gonna help you discover new compositions that you never would have seen if you were, again, just standing in one spot and zooming that lens in and out until you got the composition that you were looking for. It's also a great way to become familiar with different focal lengths and those different fields of view. It's gonna teach you how to see in 18 millimeters or 35 millimeters. And that ultimately is going to make you more efficient when you have those lenses on your camera. When you do have that 35 millimeter prime lens fixed to your camera, you're already going to know what that field of view is going to look like. And so when you're composing a scene, you know exactly where to go, where to stand in order to get the framing that you're looking for. Another fun assignment that I like to give myself is to limit the number of exposures. I'll go out and I'll tell myself, I only have 12 pictures I can create or 24 or 36. And this actually goes back to episode 10. We talked more about this. If you wanna to listen to that episode 10, treating your memory cards like film. This is gonna force you to become more thoughtful about your compositions. And when you press that shutter button, it's gonna help you see compositional elements instead of just holding down the shutter button and then hoping for a winner. You're really gonna have to be deliberate about every single photo that you create, which will ultimately help you become a better photographer. That's the goal for all of these. And another assignment that can help us get there is to only record the JPEG file format. If you go out with your camera and you are no longer recording the raw file format, you have very, very little room for error. Error with your exposure or your composition or your choices of white balance. You have to think about those things in the camera when you're only recording the JPEG file format. And this assignment actually turned into a much larger photography project that I did called the One Chance Photography Project where that's all I did. I just went out recording the JPEG file format, no raw. So I had zero opportunity to really do much to those photos after I captured them. I had to get them right when I pressed the shutter button. And this is going to, like I said, force you to pay attention to your exposure and your white balance. And for Fujifilm photographers, all of the other image quality settings like the film stimulation, the tone curve and the color, just like when you limit the number of exposures, recording in only the JPEG file format is really gonna force you to think about how you are going to create that photo before you press the shutter button instead of after. And that's a really fun assignment. 
I would recommend everyone try that one. If nothing else, try only going out and recording the JPEG file format and try to stylize those pictures before you create them instead of after. And you may find that eventually you do like this style of photography where it can free up a lot of post-processing time that you would otherwise have to do with raw files. Even if you don't want to go that far, doing that assignment is still going to help you become a better photographer. You could also have an assignment where you just go out and focus on a specific subject. And the possibilities here are endless. You could have an assignment where, let's see, um, it could be any random object, like a car tire. You're just gonna go out and you're going to look for interesting car tires. Car tires that create patterns, shapes, shadows, texture, everything about car tires. That's all you're going to focus on for that one assignment. It may sound mundane, but you can do so many different things with that that can really open up creative possibilities for you. Or your subject could be leaves that are arranged in certain geometric patterns or colors like purple. You could just go out and create images that include the color purple. Or your subject could be a feeling like happiness. Go out and create images that convey a feeling of happiness. Just pick something with a common theme and then go on that photography assignment. When you do that, like with our car tire example, that's gonna help you see certain things that you might not otherwise see. It's gonna present these things to you in a creative manner that you may never have noticed otherwise. So those are some of my favorite photography assignments. I could go on and just give you a whole bunch of ideas here. This episode would be way too long and not really tailored to you as an individual. So let's look at how you can go about creating your own photography assignments. If you are able right now, you're somewhere where you can grab a pad of paper and a pen or a pencil and write stuff down, let's start brainstorming. And if you can't do this right now, continue doing it somewhere where you can. What I like to do here is just brainstorming using idea mapping or clustering. It's one of those brainstorming techniques where you write down a word and then underneath that word, you write down a bunch of other related words that fall into that kind of like a category. So you could have a main topic like camera settings and then underneath camera settings, you could use things like focal lengths. And then as mentioned earlier, that 35 millimeter fixed focal length, that could be one camera setting assignment that you go out and give yourself. Or you could do wide aperture, which would give you a shallow depth of field. You're gonna lock that aperture at F2.8 or F4, and you're just gonna go out and create images at that wide open aperture and just see what happens and how you can use that creatively. You could do things with the shutter speed, write down shutter speeds longer than a half a second. So these are all gonna be kind of long exposures, but you're never going to go faster than a half a second. And you're just gonna go out and see what kind of photos you can create with exposures longer than a half a second. Black and white, that's another camera setting that you can write underneath that main camera topic. If you normally photograph in color, try going out in black and white. Or if you normally go out in black and white, try photographing in color. So you kind of see where we're going with that. You're just writing down a whole bunch of ideas 
that have to do with different camera settings. And you pick one, and that's your assignment. You could also have a main topic of different types of subjects or genres of photography. So maybe underneath subjects, you write down street photography. And then underneath street photography, you could write down a bunch of different things that are associated with things that you might photograph on the street, like hats. Hats could be something that you just go out on the street and you're just looking for different ways of photographing hats or interesting people with interesting hats or hats in storefront windows. Again, it sounds silly, but you'll see how much fun it really is when you go out and do it. So then you just think of all of the other things that you could photograph on the street and save those for other assignments. Underneath that main genre topic, you could also write down like landscapes. And then underneath landscapes, write down different things associated with landscapes, like clouds, close-ups of water, tree bark, flowers, insects. And you're going to pick one of those things, and that's all you're going to focus on for that assignment. But when you do this kind of idea mapping or clustering, it's going to give you a big, long list of assignments that you can give yourself at any time. So do this now. Come up with some ideas. Continue to revisit that brainstorming list later on. Don't try to do it all at once. But that list is going to grow. And whenever you find yourself in a rut, you don't know what to photograph and it's killing you. You need to get out with your camera. You just go to that list that you created. You pick something at random or intentionally, and you go out with your camera, and you create photos for that assignment that you gave yourself, and you'll see how much fun this can be and how much it'll help get you back into photography, feeling creative again, and sharpening those technical skills. Thank you for listening to the Better Fuji Photos podcast. If you have any Fujifilm or photography-related questions that you'd like to have answered on an episode here, please use the link in the show notes to send those in. Help keep this podcast alive by rating, reviewing, and sharing this podcast wherever you prefer to listen. Thanks again, stay creative, and we'll see you in the next episode.